The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord On that day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. That um, last bit there in that pericope where they say, who is this that he has the authority even to calm the weather, always reminds me of a, a story here at this church. And I haven't told this story in seven or eight years, so it's about due to come back up. Um, when I was uh, young in my ministry here, I was here on a Saturday morning, I think it was in January or February, and it was super cold outside, and I had come over to do something, and I came upstairs, and there was a ladies' group that was meeting in what used to be the old parish hall, and um, the, the room, the old parish hall, was, it felt like it was 50 degrees, and I think it was pretty close to that. We had left the heat off. And y'all remember all those windows that were in there. It would get really cold in there really quick if you didn't have the heat on. And so I went over to those plastic boxes and unlocked it and flipped it up. And this woman came over to me who's not a member here. And she said, do you have the authority to adjust that thermostat? And, and I looked at her and I said, yeah. And she said, from who? And I, don't, I, I quipped back with something that was, I've said so many smart aleck things in my life, I can't keep track of them. But... I, what I wanted to say was, I can leave y'all in the cold if you like, so um, by what authority do you do those things? Um, my son has now learned how to use the thermostat, and so we'll be sitting in the house, and all of a sudden I'll realize how cold I am, and I'll walk in there, and it's on 62, um, which we keep it on 74, and I always want to ask him, by what authority are you moving the thermostat? <laughs> I can hear what he would say back to me, too, so... The deal this morning for me is um, about peace, uh, the, the standing up in the calm of the storm and, and saying, uh, stop, peace. And uh, in this society today, it seems to be the thing that we uh, search for the most um, 
We talked last week about the kingdom of God, for those of you that, that were not here, about the kingdom of God and how it is amongst us all the time, whether or not we choose to step into that kingdom and walk with it or to not uh, is entirely up to us. And this week, it really is a continuation because it goes into the second part of that, which is the peaceable kingdom. Um, and that's entirely what today's gospel is about, that and faith, which is a different, a different story altogether. And so, I was talking to my dad, uh, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, and, and I said, do you, do you ever remember a time when it was as troublesome as it is right now? And he said, well, you know, it was pretty bad in the mid to late 60s, the Watts riots and things like that. And he goes, but it was never like this. He said, I don't remember a time when it was like this. And so a huge thing uh, from Madison Avenue now is to try and sell you peace, to find a way to sell it to you because everybody is clamoring for some in their life. So that I saw an advertisement on Facebook the other day for an app you know, it's an app for everything. Um, and this app, if you have trouble sleeping, plays some sort of calm music and has something that you watch. You prop it up on your, your nightstand and, uh, you know, as you fall asleep. And it says that it, most people fall asleep within 10 minutes. And so I was, really, I was kind of intrigued by it because I'm, it's either or for me. Either I'm out at 9.30 or I'm up at 1.30 watching John Wayne. So I just never know what's going to happen. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but I thought it was interesting how many people, right, it went from like 5,000 people had tried it to when they started advertising it to 250,000 people had downloaded it. Because people are in need of that thing that's going to calm them down um, to help them sleep. Um, so much so that yesterday, uh, this was perfect timing, I was watching TV yesterday and there's a Volvo commercial, some of you may have seen it where this woman uh, a lady is in her house and she has three young children, I would say all under the age of six. And um, I mean, the children are just rowdy, crazy, you know, throwing paint and you know, yelling and screaming. And the husband comes in and she says, you're on. And she walks out and she gets in her Volvo and she shuts the doors and there's dead silence. And she goes, <sighs> and they talk in the thing about, are you searching for peace in your life? <laughs> I don't think this works, but if any of you want to buy me a Volvo, I'd be glad to try it. <laughs> My hunch is, is that it probably works for a minute or two, kind of like massage. I have lower back pains. I used to get massages regularly. I don't anymore. Um, but what we know now about something like that, and just like vacation too, is that the repay in terms of the peace that you receive is minimal at best. Although we all need to take vacations, there's no question about that. You need to download and, and take it easy. But if you go and receive a massage, the benefit is about an hour after that in terms of blood pressure and everything else. If you go on vacation, what we know now, seven-day vacation is usually canceled out after about 36 to 48 hours return to work. In terms, I'm serious, in terms of blood pressure and in terms of cortisol release into your system, after about 36 to 48 hours, the vacation's gone. Um, so we are a society that are looking and clamoring for peace. And 
The mistake that I feel like we're making is that we're trying to buy it in different ways that society's trying to sell it to us. Today, we have Jesus on this cushion, it says, asleep, and um, in the midst of the storm. And I could imagine if I were there, I would have been like the disciples too. I'd have been pretty irritated. <laughs> what are you doing asleep? Um, you know, wake up. And, and he wakes up and um, peace and, and be quiet and calms the storm. And then he says, uh, do you still not believe? I mean, at this point in Mark, he's done everything that he could possibly do save one thing. But he has healed, sick, blind, lame, uh, a woman with a hemorrhage, um, resurrected people. He has fought back against the Pharisees. He has done everything that he possibly could, and they still, of course, don't believe, and neither would we. If we had been in that boat and that storm came up, I think we'd probably be the same. How many of you have ever spent time on the Great Lakes? Anybody? Yeah, a couple of you. Or on Lake Okeechobee. It's so big that once you get about 10 miles out, you can't see either side, so it's like being on the ocean. And when those storms come up on those lakes, ships sink all the time. Edmund Fitzgerald, it happens, it's very regular. Um, and so I would imagine that I would have been scared too. Christ, the one thing that he has done now is uh, taken um, our own mortality and sin to the cross and fought down and beat death so that we no longer have to have that as a concern. We are now fully in the kingdom of God. We can choose to walk in it. We can also choose because of that lens that he went through that punctures straight through um, our sin and our neediness and our need for power, we can choose to accept the grace of Jesus Christ and the power of the cross and walk in that peace also. My hunch is, is that most of us, if you're like me, spend most of our time trying to find peace in other ways rather than realizing where it is. At the exact moment that you are at your most stressed, if you will say the words, Jesus, please give me peace, out loud, I guarantee you, you'll have it in your mind and in your heart in that moment. And then you can make a decision to either continue to walk in it or let the world affect you with their Volvos and their massages and everything else. Nothing works quite like the grace that's been bestowed upon you in the blood of Christ through the power of the cross. And no peace is attainable more powerfully so than asking Christ for his help and for his guidance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen.